it's, it's not even so much about how good we are. It's about really what we're, who we're trying to enable and who we're trying to empower. Ultimately, we're empowering the restaurant. Our goal is to, is to help the restaurant, and that's, that's been our mantra. And as long as we do that, then I'm very confident we'll be successful as an organization. Awesome Inc. presents the Kentucky Entrepreneur Hall of Fame a show that highlights how people throughout the Commonwealth of Kentucky pursue their definition of awesome through entrepreneurship, technology, and innovation. So today we have yet another cool opportunity to sit down with a Kentucky founder. Today we're going to be with Mo Sloan. Keith is to my right, but today he's actually taking vocal rest, so... Don't be, don't be sad. I know you're not going to miss hearing his, his voice. So again, we're going to be with Mo Sloan, who is the founder of Easy Chow. And really cool story with Mo is that we came across his company, Easy Chow, based out of Louisville back earlier this year. And Mo was one of the pitches for our Five Across April competition. And actually, Mo was the winner of that. So if you are listening to this, I want to highly encourage you to listen to the conversation we're about to have and also mark down on your calendars December 4th. December 4th is a cool day because that is when all of the previous winners from Five Across this year will come back to Lexington, Kentucky, and we will actually not be meeting at Awesome Inc. for Five Across. We'll be at the Kentucky Theater, and the winners from this year will be battling head-to-head to take home the grand cash prize of not $500, but $5,000. So we're really excited, and I'm really excited to share Moe's uh, most story with you because Mo is a cool guy. He's got a great company, and his whole value proposition for Easy Chow is is this. Again, it's 2019, and restaurants are actually having a tough time getting profit from things like Grubhub and DoorDash and these delivery companies. So, in order for restaurants to be profitable and thrive in the digital age, it's really important for hospitality organizations to begin operating as in, as an e-commerce business. And so, again, as we see how convenience is becoming something that's more important to us. We also want to make sure that our startup companies are catering to that. So Easy Chow provides an all-in-one digital customer engagement platform for restaurants and hospitality companies to interact. And so it's really cool that they're going to have some gamification, loyalty application capabilities uh, along with digital marketing. And so they have found a problem within the restaurant industry and are making a solution that any customer can use, but also restaurants are not getting not getting gypped from the potential money that they could be making from mobile orders and takeout orders. So it's gonna be a shorter episode and we are in the Awesome Inc. conference room downstairs as we are wrapping up Mo's fellowship orientation for the day. So I got Keith, actually I said to my right, he's to my left, Mo's across the table for me and we are gonna dive right on in. So again, thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys soon. Adios. You feeling good? Yes, okay, sir. Sweet. Yes, sir. Sweet. Well, hey, today is a great episode because we are sitting down with Mo Sloan, who is the founder of Easy Chow and our newest fellowship inductee. So, Mo, thanks for coming to the space. We're glad to have you. It's been cool to see your journey from Five Across uh, back early earlier in 2019 to Q4, and, we, and you're just inducted in the program. So, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'm uh, excited to be here. I can tell, man. You're all, you're all smiles. I love it. <laughs> well, hey, uh, real quick, tell me a little bit of your story. 
how did you end up in Kentucky and how did you get started with your, you know, entrepreneurial dream? What was your background there? Sure. Well, I was born and raised in uh, Louisville, Kentucky, and I didn't uh, want to become an entrepreneur. It was never something I thought about doing. Um, I was working for uh, Humana at the time, didn't really like my position, didn't like the culture, um, and reached out to a local pizzeria, uh, was asking about online ordering. They had great pizza. Um, I liked their product, and but they didn't have a way to order online. So I reached out to them, uh, and they told me they were looking for a solution, but they had some technical requirements. And my background being a developer and architect uh, for about 20, 25 years, allowed me to develop a solution for them. And uh, that's how, how we got started. So you solved a real problem. Okay, sweet. And so how did that, uh, how did that lead you to where you are today? Sure. So it's been a maturation process. It's just been a process of, of uh, constant evolving and, and, look, and evaluating feedback and, and realizing, hey, we do this well, we don't do this well, let's fix that. Uh, so it's just, um, just constant feedback loop. Um, one of the th- one of the things is because I had the developer mindset. I wasn't. I didn't always think like a CEO. So this forced me to think of things uh, not just from a developer concern, but from a higher level business concern. So uh, it's been a great um, it's it's been a great experience for me both personally and professionally. I love it. Yeah, you're well spoken. Just oh, so you know, it's good. Thank you. So again, hey, we're gonna sit down. I want to hear the story about Easy Chow again. Earlier, we talked about how you started this in January of 2015. So can you tell, tell us what Easy Chow is, what problem you're solving, how it came about, and then we'll go from there? Sure. So the initial problem we were solving was uh, we wanted to help restaurants have a way to take orders through their own branded uh, online ordering channel that integrated directly with their point of sale. Uh, the reason the integration with the point of sale was important was because uh, that's where uh, anyone that's worked in a restaurant understands that that point of sale is the heartbeat, the brains of the operation. So we wanted to be as... Um, as least intrusive as possible to the operations from an ordering perspective. Our value proposition was that, hey, we will help you get online orders uh, and you won't have to change anything from a, a kitchen operations from a, from a management operations perspective. Um, that was what we first started off as. And then once we, um, once we uh, released our solution and started working with additional restaurants, we, we saw an opportunity to help from a delivery standpoint. So now, in 2019, delivery has become a, um, an albatross around people's necks uh, in the restaurant business. So um, what we've done is, is help uh, restaurants uh, get digital um, orders through their point of sale, uh, but also still get delivery orders through their own channel so that they don't lose uh, in the direct engagement with their customer. Um, so it's, it's been a real it's been a real good partnership for restaurants, a good partnership for delivery companies because they're still able to deliver the product as well as customers, because now customers are able to engage directly with the brand. If there's a problem, they can communicate with the restaurant. They can call the restaurant. The restaurant gets their data uh, so they can market to the customer. It's just a win, win, win for everyone involved. And usually you don't see a lot of those solutions. You, you, sometimes you see disruptive solutions um, eliminate a person. We, we, we're not really doing that. We're, we're making it more equitable across the board. I love that. So I know from a few prior conversations that we've had and that we, we've had with some of the Awesome Inc. team, your goal is to help give money back into the restaurants. So you talked about your, your restaurant background a little bit earlier. What uh, What's the motive for wanting to do that? Sure. So personally, um, I've always tried to do unto others as I would have them do unto myself, right? So um, 
our business model is set up to help the restaurant grow and be successful. When I was at Papa John's, um, the IT department, the software development team, um, developed solutions that helped Papa John's grow from a, uh, a restaurant that was in the closet to uh, the second largest pizza chain behind Pizza Hut and Yum Brands. We wanted to do the same thing here. Our goal is to help restaurants compete in this new digital technical age, and we can mo- we can make money and, and generate revenue and monetize all that. But ultimately, if, if our restaurant partner is successful, then we will be successful as an organization. And so that's kind of our mantra. So again, with where we are today in 2019, where do companies like Uber and Grubhub with their delivery models, how does that affect the way your company's running? Yeah, so we, we've encountered basically um, there's two types of delivery systems out okay. there, right? There's the DoorDash and Postmates who are very open to partnering with companies such as us. Um, and then there's the others who aren't open to that, right? So one of the analogies I give um, uh, when I'm speaking to a restaurant or speaking to someone who may be asking, what do we do, is if you wanted a computer, you wouldn't go to UPS.com to buy a computer. You wouldn't go to uh, FedEx.com to, to, to get a computer. You would go to Best Buy, Amazon, et cetera. Same thing with uh, for our restaurant partners. If you if I want to order directly from a restaurant, I don't. why do I have to go to a delivery service to do that? Now, at the same time, I'm not saying that the delivery service isn't providing value because they are, right? They're delivering the product. And so with our, with our, hybrid, approach to how we appro- um, our hybrid approach to how we do delivery, uh, we, we leverage the delivery service as a, deli- as a service. So they provide the product. The restaurant still controls the channel, an ordering channel, and they're still the ones providing that, um, the food to the customer. Ultimately, the customer is happy because they get exactly what they want. They get their food. They either can go pick it up or they get it delivered. Uh, the restaurant's happy because they, um, they're able to, to get that incremental increase in revenue as well as they're able to manage their customer relationship as well as they don't have to pay a hefty commission. And the delivery service is happy because they got another delivery transaction, which only grows their business even more. So as I mentioned, it, it's very uh, equitable across all uh, parties involved in the transaction. And so, yeah, you answered the first one. What was the, the second delivery model? You said the first one was Postmates and oh, uh, DoorDash? Oh, po- po- Postmates and DoorDash are our are, are, are partners right now. Okay, sweet. Um, yeah, That's um, great for you guys. Yeah, thank you. And was the second one like Uber Eats and Grubhub? Well, Uber Eats deliver? and Grubhub, they're not really open to that yet okay. from, our com- from our communication. And that's fine. That's, uh, you know, that's a, their business choice and everything. Yeah, so, so they just don't know how good you guys are. So, you know, one day, <laughs> yeah, they'll catch on. I love well, it. Well, it's, it's not even so much about how good we are. It's about really what we're, who we're trying to enable and who we're trying to empower. Ultimately, we're empowering the restaurant. Our goal is to is to help the restaurant, and that's that's been our mantra. And as long as we do that, then I'm very confident that we'll be successful as an organization. That's great. So, tell us a little bit about your team. How many of there are you? What does everyone do? Sure. Who's your Who's your <laughs> least favorite employee? I'm just kidding. Don't answer that. No, no. Um, so there's myself. I'm I'm founder and CEO of the company. There's Sally Clark. She's chief operating officer. And she does basically all the other stuff that, uh, that I don't have time to do, which is a lot, right? So she handles it and manages uh, operations on a day-to-day basis. She, uh, she handles sales, uh, billing for us. Um, anything non-technical, she pretty much takes care of for us. Uh, we also have Anthony Sego. Uh, he is, uh, um, he's a developer we got from, um, from Code Louisville, but he's a really good developer, hard worker, learns pretty fast. Uh, Alexi is our, our is our newest developer. He just started with us last week, 
and we also have an offshore developer. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention our, our new uh, salesperson, Roger uh, Weber. He is uh, he's just, he's he reached out to he saw an article about us at Insider Insider Louisville. No way, that's awesome. Yeah, and he he took the initiative and reached out, and I was I I like that because being a startup, you have to you have to take initiative. You can't wait for someone to tell you what to do. You kind of have to go out and do it. So um, that that's what it, uh, that's what appealed um, to me about him. Yeah, smell off the opportunity. That's right. actually something Keith was encouraging me to do last week. But hey, Garrett, make sure you spell more opportunities. <laughs> I love that. Well, hey, um, thanks for sharing a little bit about Easy Chow and what you do. Now I want to get to know you just a little more on the personal note, if that's sure. okay with you. No, that's fine. So uh, I'm going to throw some rapid fire questions in. But first, I want to know what motivates you? Oh, man. Oh, uh, money. Money? Hey, <laughs> you're honest. I like that. I respect it. Sweet. Um, what does success look like in your life? Uh, yeah, personally, but also with easy chow. Sure. Success looks, success for me looks like balance right now. Um, my situation with being a founder of a startup, et cetera, uh, we've got traction, but, um, that comes at a cost, my family life and everything. So personally being successful would mean I have my balance back and I'm able to spend time with my wife, my kids, whoever I need to spend time with and not be constantly tethered to my phone and emails, right? Absolutely. Um, obviously, we would like to grow the company to a point where we can have a successful exit, uh, and, and that would allow us to to uh, to reap the reward uh, to reap the rewards of what we've been doing. We, this has been a very stressful, very hard endeavor. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Uh, so, but um, yeah, that, that's kind of what success looks like to us. I love that. I love that. So. Time for some rapid fire questions. Sure. Number one, what's your favorite food? Oh man, pizza. Favorite restaurant? Joella's Hot Chicken. Joella, okay. Actually, I want to know what sauce do you get? Um, Southern. I I, I can't stand uh, really? hot things. Yeah. Uh, okay. I start sweating profusely when I get mild. See. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it. Okay. Um, favorite restaurant is Joella's. What's mm-hmm. your least favorite restaurant? any restaurant that chooses not to be on our platform. Ooh, hey, that's the great answer. Okay. So today you had the privilege, in my opinion, of meeting some of the Awesome Inc. team. If you were stranded on an island for a year, who was the one person you would take? And you can't say Keith McMunn because he's looking at you. Oh, man, I was going to say Keith. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to say Keith. Uh, you totally can. I was just kidding with okay, you. Okay. I was just kidding with you. And then, Mo, last thing, what do you want people to rem- remember you by? Mm. It's, he, we're going he, deep. He, he, he did his best. Um, he always tried to do the right thing, and um, he, he loves his family. Man, that's good. Man, I'll call you dad, too. That's great. <laughs> All right, hey, Mo. I don't so, have any money for you, though. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> well, hey, last thing. Again, thanks for your time. Thanks for coming up today to Lexington, or I guess coming over. I always say coming up. It's coming over from Louisville. And, uh, yeah, you've been doing some awesome work. And because of that, I want to give you a quick spotlight that if you could speak to any entrepreneur ages, mm-hmm. you know, 10, 12, whatever, to 50 plus. Mm-hmm. What's the one piece of advice you would want to tell them? Uh, patience and persistence. Uh, um, I, I heard this from a Jay-Z motivational video. Oh, right? okay. I love that. Uh, and those are the first two things he said, and I concur with that, right? You need you need to be persistent and you need patience. And, and if you do those things, you will get to your goal. I love that. So this time next year, where, are you, where do you want to be? Uh, this time next year, I think we would like to be um, 100000 plus in monthly recurring revenue um, and then 
see where we're at as far as location wise. Okay. Five, 500 plus locations. I love yeah. it. Hey, if you're listening to this, be a part of that. Mo, thanks so much, brother. Looking forward to next time. Thank you. All right. Well, that's it. We want to say thank you again so much for checking out the Kentucky Entrepreneur Hall of Fame podcast. Special thanks to Lee Rosevere for the music that you hear in the show and to Lexington's Awesome Inc. for hosting us from their space. Again, I'm Garrett Farbach. Make sure to check back and tune in next time. We'll see you then.